egg. Ham. An egg. Ham. Egg. Ham. An egg. Ham and egg. Ham. Egg. Ham. An egg. Ham. Egg. Ham and egg. Ham. Egg. It is so good to be back in your ears Friday, November 13th. We got the Masters on right now. Uh, and it's been, I think, almost six months. No, 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 sorry. Nine months to the day since we came to you. It. Came to you last. Steve's yeah, having some. Do. What do you mean? Let's oh, go. Oh, I, okay, so it was just me not being able to hear you there yeah, for a second? Yeah, I could hear me. Oh, I, could I, you? I, I, I can always hear what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and you were talking. I love it. You can't That's a, hear? That, so you were, I lost you when you were talking about how long it's been. I think it's been nine months. March, right? March. It, it was. I remember, I think we said day five of yeah. COVID. Yeah, it was like March 17th. Yeah. And now we got November 13th. I'm sorry, audience. It's it, crazy. It's been a crazy six months, though. Yeah, and and I mean, no more or less crazy than any other time. No, that's that's not accurate. But it's been different. <laughs> it's been extremely. It's different, been different, dude. dude. <laughs> 2020. I know. 2020, uh, January. I was watching Duke in Louisville at uh, Cameron Indoor Stadium. On thinking site. 2020 it was going to be the greatest year ever for and, you. And you know what? It is. Every True. day I'm upright. True. Every right. day we're upright. And you say that sort of. No, I mean it. No, 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 no. You say you mean it. I do, actually. I do. I've told you. I've come to grips with it. It's a better way. That's right. Um, this is not going anywhere real fast. Nope. So um, the more you fight it, uh, the worse the harder, it is off for you. The, yeah, the harder it is. So there's got to be some acceptance, yep. right? Yep. And uh, yeah, lots transpired. Uh, you fired me. Um, <laughs> I lost my job, so I'm on the road. <laughs> Wandering, uh, wandering the rails aimlessly. Uh, aimlessly. Well, let, let's back up. So okay, we, we've both. <laughs> I've got a little RV camper. You yes. have an RV that you. <laughs> it's wandering. my home. Yeah. So yes. you, you're literally your home is on four wheels in the last nine months. I live in my rig. Yes, I have downsized, purged, yes. and um, happily. How does it feel? Amazing. So one of the one of my favorite parts of this is like when you were first driving around, you put some crazy amount of miles on it. Eighteen thousand miles in three months. Yes, something like that. Basically, right? four yeah. or five months, maybe. Yep. But eighteen thousand miles is how you opened it up. It seemed like you were on the I, road I, forever, but, but everywhere you went, you had onlookers of admiration. Right? I did. Yeah, I, like old 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 dudes old dudes just, just <laughs> in awe. They are. So you're doing what? You live in your rig. <laughs> By yourself, yeah. <laughs> you got nobody else, and they're like, "Wow, yeah. like jealousy." Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I get some uh, weird. Um, the late, the, the old gals that run a couple places don't understand how I can do, you know, all day by myself. Nothing. Well, and I've it's been easy doing it for the last fifty years. Fuck yeah, <laughs> uh, and seen some great things. Um, I won't bore people to death, but uh, a couple things that I had never seen um, through all my travels in the U.S. was the Grand Canyon, and I can't recommend it enough. It uh, did not disappoint. Yeah. Um, almost spiritual. Actually was. Um, just incredible. So for all of you that have not visited, you need to. Uh, it took me a long time to get there, 
but uh, well, well worth it. Well worth it. Um, and the Redwoods. Those are my two things that stand out. If you ever get a chance to get up there in the northern part of California and, and see the Redwoods and the Sequoias, uh, spectacular. Yeah. So, yeah. Just awe-inspiring parts of nature. I mean, they're just... Uh, I, I mean, I've never been to either of them, but I can only imagine. Yeah, just highly recommended, man. Okay. And yeah. now I'm kind of... Uh, if you listen to the Hey, Where's Ron? <laughs> episode, I am squatting <laughs> on Jim's property. <laughs> so that's... I'm out. And, uh, as, although, as we have this conversation, this is Boise, Idaho, snowy, cold, windy Boise, Idaho. Yeah, 40 degrees-ish, 30, you know, yeah. 30s, low 40s. So I'm out here... Visiting, taking care of a couple things, and then back to the the California coast and hanging out with Jimmy. And you say you you know you've be, beat it into me, but the Central Coast of California, it's nicest during the winter. Correct. Like uh, don't go there in the summer. No, no June gloom, um, unpredictable. The fog rolls in all the time. Yeah. Uh, November, December, um, the weather is is pretty. It's you know mid sixties, seventies. We even had some days of eighties. Um, and as I geeked out watching the whales, the whales migrate. Right yeah. by there during um, the, the winter, and they'll come back in the spring. Sperm whales? Mm-hmm. Huh? Humpy, humpbacks. Uh, humpies. Humpies. You got your humpies. Uh, <laughs> you got your blues. Uh, <laughs> me and Jim were talking about, how the hell did they get that sperm whale name? Like, what? why? How did that end up? I don't know. We'll call it, it looks sort of like one. Uh, hey, we're going to call that one a sperm whale. <laughs> like, come on. Think that through, people. It's not fair to the sperm whale. Not everybody's uh, as infantile in their, in their outlook what do you mean? as we are. <laughs> everybody's juvenile. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's been a big change. Um, while you've been holding down the fort uh, for the business and you're killing it there. So it's awesome that we get to do this podcast again. Yeah. We've <laughs> got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, most recently, I mean, we just we survived the election, dude. Have we? I mean, we're in the. It's happened. Uh, it's not finalized, but it's. It, I mean, we're surviving. We didn't get shot on election day or and or night. No, and I predicted there'd be more deaths. Yeah. So I was wrong there. Yeah, the violence wasn't nearly what I thought it would be. But it's also not over. Uh, he until he concedes, right? Uh, it's it could get ugly. Like if he doesn't concede well, and they not. yank him out of office there could be some That's crap fair. that goes down. That's, That's all. That's so fair. let's it's still planned. Yeah. I hope I hope for none of that. Uh although there was some excitement on election night other than than the presidential, you know, uh marijuana had a a pretty good showing. Great showing. I think it was five, Hurrah. five for five in the to all those and and it's uh initiatives across the nation and our buddy Russ Belville Belville that was on the podcast. Yep. He's doing a show today at like four o'clock or whatever, but uh, he's getting back into his radio station. So if you're looking for for more content, Russ Belleville, he's out there. He's got 420 he's Radio. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, Russ does a good job. Yeah. And um, we were right about a couple things on the election, right? We talked about election and what would be happening from our from our podcast. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, and so um, old white dudes stole it again. <laughs> old white dudes stole it again, and Idaho will be the last goddamn state in the union. Ever to legalize, to legalize pot or hemp or like non or anything, yeah, yeah, even for medicinal use. Uh, I didn't believe it. I still, I still have a hard time. But it, I mean, the it looks it, Mississippi just went <laughs> recreational. I mean, Montana. I know Arizona. Everybody, Utah. Everybody is at least and medicinal. So now you know what's funny is that now I'm hoping that we'll get bailed out by the federal. <laughs> right. I'm hoping it swings the pendulum back. You know, they'd be smart to do it, but we'll see. They like, again, to. these next 48 years are going to be so fucking crazy. They need to. But kudos to Oregon, of all of the states, uh, to be the most progressive of decriminalizing 
the drugs. harsher drugs, yeah. drugs in general, and and then particularly psilocybin. Uh, again, it's uh, like science. You know, there's there's numerous studies coming out. I mean, real life experience, anecdotal experience about it helping with PTSD, and we've got a real fucking problem. We got to take care of the people that are going off and fighting fucking for our country. Uh, you know? I have not read Michael Pollock's book, yeah. uh, but please go do it if you guys are novices and don't understand what psilocybin does and helps. Just just brush up on it. That's what I'm saying. It's not what you think it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a good thing. So there I mean, are some progressive things that happened. It is what you think it is, but it, it's not, not really. just depends. that. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what you want out of it. Right. That's very true. You know, how much you take, what you're looking for, the day, the mood. But, yeah. Um, I didn't, obviously, I didn't. I'm, a, I'm a huge proponent. <laughs> 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 I think it's a great drug. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we saw some good things, some um Ooh. Interesting things. One of, the, I mean, I don't mean to get just, no. just like into politics straight yeah, off the bat. Like we've been gone for nine months, yeah. and we just can't help ourselves. But well, it's it's very topical, right? Very topical for the moment. Um, but I was telling you that I've I've seen the the polarization, the red blue, the rural versus urban, and I I really just wanted to to you know at least from my perspective. If we didn't have, if they didn't turn it into a fucking dichotomy, uh, if they didn't turn it into red versus blue, urban versus rural, like the tribal if, stuff. If we had more than two fucking parties, well, I've been saying that bitching about that. Uh, it's a fi- it's a rigged system. It is. The uh, both parties are going to win either way. Either way. Either way. Either way. Biden's already stocking his fucking cabinet with insiders. They're so all bought and paid for. Absolutely. So it's just again what we've talked about: lesser of two evils. Who's the tallest midget? Uh, right. We're stuck with but, this system for the but, for the time being. What, what's funny about it? Is that like we? I guess part of the reason you can get fired up about it, uh, myself and anybody, any one person, is because you know, like, how how many times in life do we say pick pick the worst of two evils, the tallest midget, right? Like, why would we think our politics would be any different? You know what I mean? Uh, Agreed, but I again, you and I have been fortunate enough to travel a little bit, yeah. and see other countries and see how other people do it. So we, we're not quite as myopic, right, as, as a lot of folks that, um, you know, don't. So, again, we can't travel now, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but there isn't. A, you see, other countries, we're, we're not what we think we are. That's all I'm saying. Right. We 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 can improve, man. We can improve. Ooh, the big cat with a birdie. We're watching the Masters. Well, again. of course we are. And uh, so Tig just and that's weird that it's in November. So like, there's, yeah. it's been a weird. And another thing we wanted to talk about, we're jumping a little bit, but um, sports are weird this year. And um, I am watching the Ma- the Masters. Golf doesn't to me is very different than the the spectator sports. Uh, football, yeah, baseball, college football is a joke. Uh, college football should have never happened. And it, 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 I. It, I'm shocked felt, it'll fiddle finish correct. It felt weird when they announced it and the way the announcement ha- announcements happened, uh, and and it feels weird. Now. I mean, BSU played, you know, our hometown team played last night, and and neither of us really knew it was happening. It was happening. <laughs> We're here and we did not know, like I, in town. Like, yeah. no, I mean, yeah, it's just weird. And, and and this town is all about Boise State football. I mean, built they, on it. The, yeah. It well, really kind of bandwagon, is. though. Yeah. I mean, but well, you know what I've always said? If it weren't for BSU football, um, we wouldn't be a, we this wouldn't would not be the town that it is. Yeah. And I will no, stand by true. that. They, the they university. Brought more, yeah, they brought more attention to the city than anybody. I really uh, so 
yeah, it's uh, it was really weird to have been here on game day on a Thursday, and you and I had no idea that well, it was I mean, game day. Yeah, the the stats around like players being out, you know, for COVID or yeah. related. I mean, the numbers are growing week by week, and we're season it, ticket holders for Boise State. It impacts. Football. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, <laughs> that's but, even more. And and so it shows you like who are they doing this for? If we're a season ticket holder. Cash, if this town, cash, well, no, but uh, right. I mean, but if if it's not clear now, then when would it be? Right? You know what I mean? It's a cash grab at the players' risk. Right. Nobody. The players have everything the, to risk, all and nothing of this, to gain. One hundred percent. And it's the the universities know that they're fucked without the concessions and everything. Like they need not the even t- the TV rights the TV help. Money. But I mean, they're losing so much money. Um, Universities. I mean, we can go into that too. It's over. It's changed, folks. I hope it's over. That scam is over. If they eliminate the student debt, which again, I'm not saying yes or no. I am. Yes. I mean, I think it's a mistake, though. Uh, To eliminate student debt, I think. Well, bite your tongue. No. I mean, it's just it's a big check to write, and but again, it was all it was. It's a scam, dude. They scammed us out of it. (laughs) But I paid mine. (laughs) I know, so I don't want to pay mine. Not mine, my kids. kids. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't want to help. So yeah, I'd love a way out, but it's a scam. What we have found out is college is kind of a scam. Um, I feel sorry for my son uh, who has his degree and he couldn't find work. Like, there's no jobs out there. Yeah. Um, It it's. A horrible time to be a graduate. It's a horrible time to be a four-year-old. Uh, it's a horrible time to be <laughs> easy. No, it is. I mean, it is. It's different times out there. Yeah. Um. I I, I feel bad. I, I feel fortunate enough as an old timer uh, at the age of fifty-four to experience a lot of things that I don't think will ever be your kids' yeah. generations are going to experience. Uh, that's fair. They might not ever get to go to a movie theater with a bunch of people. I, I don't know that. Right. I, maybe they don't go to a concert. No, I know. I'm wondering if concerts are ever. God going. damn it! If that rage concert is canceled again Run in June, Jewels, Run rage. the Jewels yeah. and Rage. Did you hear the new Run the Jewels release? They just uh, dropped another one two I days saw, ago. I saw. I didn't so listen to it. Yeah. People, I saw you liked it though. People go out there and listen to RTJ4 immediately. Yeah, it went. And platinum. listen to Killer Mike. You know what, dude? He's out there working. Is out there the working. Yeah. And uh, he's uh, he's very good. So anyhow. Um, but sports. So yeah. let's say. So you, you, you rambled about college football. Yeah, I hate uh, it. Baseball. There was a little bit of debate. You know, congratulations to the Dodgers for winning a World Series. Asterix. Yes. And and I don't mean that as a Barry Bonds steroids type asterisk. I mean it as a you played a fucking sixty, 60 game schedule. season. Yeah. Like that's not baseball. It never was. Never will be. Yeah. Uh, Jim. I'm sure you you could get hot and w- and win over a sixty to seventy five game period. Yeah. Good job. That said, I'm a hypocrite because the postseason was pretty exciting. It was. It was uh, great. And congratulations to Jose Abreu for winning MVP. the MVP hey, of my the boy American Kyle League. Kyle Lewis for the Mariners. Yes, congrats on that too. Right? Yeah, we had our season. You know, we're Again, getting better. High. There was there were high points for for Correct. those that paid attention. Correct. Uh, but I still don't. I, st- I mean, yes, yes, the Dodgers won. I give it to them. Yep. And they and they played great. Yep. Uh, and it was some exciting stuff, and there was some questionable but it's stuff not that the happened. Same. It's not the same as a full season. Not at all. Nope. Um, it's all really weird, and I don't know. I, I don't know when it's going to normalize, and it might not. I do love the direction baseball's going, though. I with do too. Uh, you know, like Trevor Bauer, Tim Anderson, like they're bringing the heat to the game. Randy Arzarena or whatever during the World Series. Mookie fucking bets. That guy made 
every every play play in the World Series. Every play in the playoffs, really. How's that taste, Boston? Yeah, let that guy go. Right? Huh? How you I feeling mean, out there? Don't Chouts? you think it's worth the two hundred fifty-two million? Fuck, they have whatever. that money. It's right. Boston. Yeah. What a bad well, decision that was. There's that Bryce DeChambeau guy. He just yeah. hit four hundred fucking yards. <laughs> Dude, the it's just a, what a what a what, weird watching this guy. Um, yeah, sports. But what I did learn, Jay. I can also live without it. So, you know, one thing that I, I learned about myself, I have that you I have know. been Mr. You... Sports every day, all the time. I bet on it. I watch it religiously. And I was able not to do it. You know, there's books out there, uh, radio, there's music. There's well, uh, like, there's other f- things that can fill that void. But look at how, I don't want to say addictive, but the patterns, right? Like, again, we talked about routine in mm-hmm. a positive way. The sports becomes part of our routine, our comfort, our you yeah, know, absolutely, you know everything, uh, and it's hard to break that cycle. I don't think people see how how it sucks you in. Yeah, and I, but I, for myself, I was able to see that it, I don't necess- I don't need it. No, you don't I like it. Yeah, I love it. Right, but um, I also don't need it, and I and I still haven't watched a full college football game yet this year. I can't. And um, not having fans. No, it's just weird. Like it's d- different. It's, no, it's just it's but, just not right. So sim- on the similar like uh, side of the coin or whatever, I, there, I used to get asked a lot. Uh, you know, what's the difference between NFL and college, right? Like you know, and you have the fans that are devout college football fans and versus devout NFL, right? right. There's some of them that just don't cross over. At least back in the early no, days, absolutely. you know what I mean? No, absolutely. Uh, and I think you sort of see. Without fans and and where it's a money grab and they're not professional athletes, it removes some of the luster. You know, absolutely. I, you know, no, 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 no question. Like the NFL, I've watched, uh, but not even to the same degree. Right. But the NFL are paid. They're yeah. paid to play the game. Yeah. They're doing their job. Just like college I football, they're not paid. Right. They already got their extra year of eligibility given to them. This is a cash grab. Right. At their expense. Yep. They, so that that's all there's to it. It's so wrong. I, I'm just I think it's wrong. They're yeah. not student athletes. They're just fucking go out there and perform. I mean, most of the a lot of these don't even are going to schools that they're not even allowing on school attendance. Right, right. Campus is shut down. Yeah. It's, that's a silly thought. That's fair. So, all uh, right, uh, we'll get off of that one. What about uh, Game Seven of the World Series? I know, like uh, Artiaga, he, he, you know, I know he was probably watching. If not, when they pulled Blake Snell in in the sixth inning or whatever, it's crazy. Five and two thirds or some shit. Uh, and he didn't want to come out. He'd given up two hits. Two hits. He saw it on his face. And I, again, I'm not here to bash Cashman or whatever. Like the, he, Dave Cash. Yeah, whatever. Uh, he lived off of analytics all year long. That was the, the story I read, right? Like, that's how he got there. So if in that situation you go back to what you trusted to get you there, that's fine. No. But. I tell it was the wrong. It was the game wrong, seven. It was the wrong fucking choice. Game seven. Or it's game six yeah. to get to game seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, they um, yeah. When the Dodgers, every Dodgers said that they they, they were smiling and got excited. You could see it on their face, <laughs> bro. <laughs> and it changed the game from that. Yeah. Point. It was crazy. It yeah. was crazy. Um, but kudos again, kudos to the Dodgers. Uh, it was it all works. Yep. And we'll we'll move on to twenty twenty one at some point with sports and see how that all plays. Uh, Bitcoin, sir. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, you get your bullet list. Well, Do I just it. had to show. It. I just I had to bring up the fact that today we found out that 
uh, it's the first female GM Ooh. named for the Marlins ever. First Asian. Congratulations, GM. by the way, right. on that. Kim That's awesome. G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just you're seeing it change. The sports changing. Uh, one of the Seattle Storm again. This is kind of off topic too, but like Seattle Storm, the NBA WNBA team sure. over in Seattle. Uh, they are calling like one of the players and the coach or somebody is da- are like dating and they're like the biggest power couple <laughs> northwest really? or some shit like that i don't know i don't i'm, I'm peripheral but <laughs> shit's changing dude <laughs> not sure where we went <laughs> come along for the ride uh, people. <laughs> and i'm you know what i applaud the changes yeah we need oh, yeah. fucking change and acceptance and blah blah blah. Yeah. So oh, blah blah blah. <laughs> blah, blah, <laughs> don't, don't blah. Don't is that Bob blah blah from uh, <laughs> Arrested Development? Yeah. 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 Uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. What do you want? What do you well, want? Well, okay. So I've been on a ride. You've been on a ride. And you've been an advocate. Um, I don't know if we ever went. We didn't delve really into it in any of the earlier. No. Because your your advocacy has been more picked up since this this plague, if you will. Yes. You've been very. Uh, caught up in the information you're really paying attention you listen to your podcast i think it's something that everybody should pay attention to you think it's going to change the world is that a fair statement i think it has changed the world correct uh, but in a very small amount but you think it's going to revolutionize it's got to the, so the banking industry will go away the payment industry as we know it is going to change this will be the way the the world will i hope i hope i, I hope that in the sense that the problems that Bitcoin addresses, it it fixes broken markets. How about that? It fixes broken money, which support or are traded through broken markets. Real estate being propped up, fucking central banks being propped up, fucking money printing for the sake of fucking money printing worldwide. Like, uh, there's just too many answers in the technology. And... The technology get like it promise it. Uh, if you adopt the technology, it will deliver like freedom, self sovereignty, privacy, fucking uh, you know, like you, the things that it matter or should matter to to humanity. We're not just being given a bill of goods for some false promise. the 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 bill of goods are in front of you, and you're signing up. And it's based on a technology, cryptography, uh, proven technology. Yeah, I mean, it's been running. I mean, it's, no, I know it's been around since 2012. Correct. What did I tell you? You had me at Jack Dorsey. Right. Uh, you had me at Square buying up and, and conv- they committing. put one percent of their financial reserves, which was fifty million dollars, into it. But Recently. we we see him working. He's, he's this is not an right, investment right. for Jack. We're on the <laughs> inside. Jack is yeah. changing. He's going to change positioning the positioning himself yes. to be because he invested in Lightning too. Not to bore right. this audience, but uh, that's another payment platform that's going to come and blow everybody's goddamn doors off. Yeah, we we predict. But again, Dorsey's also predicting that. It's not you and I. Right, like our, schmoes, our mo- schmo money doesn't right, count. Here. Right, but he's putting his money where his mouth. Yeah. So just pay attention, folks. This is a it's exciting. Uh, it's the fu- It's the future. Right. I, I I'm a buyer too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the stock market's fake. Not People, your not your keys, not your coins. Do no. your own research. That's what everybody says. Correct. Uh, the Crypto Economy podcast is is great because he reads a variety of authors. That's where I get a lot of information. But there's a white paper written by Satoshi. Hey, dude, 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 just say paper. Paper. It's tough times now. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> 
That's a technical <laughs> document, not a racist <laughs> slur, <laughs> you dick. <laughs> uh, but the white paper is a great place to start uh, with Bitcoin, just because it lay, it lays it all out there. Uh, and it was written by you know one one the the person the Satoshi who found you know presented whoever Bitcoin that is to the world right yeah right he's yep. still unknown yeah still unknown it could he might not even be anybody right. Fictitious character, we have no fucking idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that, actually. Uh, but, and I don't know how to present, like, so one of the things with Bitcoin is, like, you don't, I mean, there's a couple of things, but uh, one, it, it's not a, it's not an investment in the sense that, uh, you know, oftentimes when I present it to people, it's like, okay, great, I'm going to get in, and then I'm going to let it run up 20%, and then I'm going to get out, right? And I'm going to get my money out of it. Which it's a like, lot of people well, do. Well, sure, but that's not that's not the game of foot. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about fucking converting your dollars. Right. And instead of it sitting in your savings account where you end, you know, earn maybe a half a percent of interest right. or whatever, you get your check for fifty cents at the end of the year. Uh, Ridiculous. You you sit it in Bitcoin, and in the last year, you know, it's up it it's up a hundred percent, hundred percent, or some shit like that. I mean, it's, it's sixteen one today. Sixteen we, we one hundred dollars. We giggled at each other's when it went to twelve. Yeah, yeah, and that was been, just and we, that was a month ago. Right. Right, so no, it's, 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 and it's highly volatile. So yes. again, like it's, it's going to bounce back. Uh, you got to come back down to earth. Yeah. Yes, it's a roller coaster. But to it agree. is crazy. But do your research, folks. Yeah. We're we're trying to help here. Yeah, right. This is our PSA. What I'm saying though is that a lot of times when you bring it up to somebody, uh, you know, old white hairs, they don't get it. They That's don't not want, fair to. They hope. don't want to talk about it. Uh, it's a scam, uh, and uh, like that. I mean, again, like. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Uh, I just being in the world, being adjacent to it, uh, understanding technology, being a young person. I don't think my daughters are gonna scoff at fucking Bitcoin. Oh, it's uh, gonna be like we're talking about that. That will be what it'll be. What they do, right? They the cash. They'll they'll think cash is the silliest goddamn concept. They will. Uh, like cash is so it's gonna be outdated yeah. in ten years. Yeah, like, I mean it already is. It pretty much is. Yeah. So. That one, like I said, uh, my son or daughter, I don't think have ever written a check in their life. Right, they haven't. Um, and so that went that went by the wayside real fast. So <laughs> it's just the next ev- evolution. It makes too much sense. It, it that industry is antiquated. It, it's incredibly antiquated. So it has to change. And just like every, when you say that industry, you're talking. I'm talking about money banking printing, slash money banking, printing. Yeah, that the whole payments, financial industry fact, as we discussed. I told it. you, I'm I'm fucking fired up. The fact that somebody makes. Three percent, three percent for for fucking to move money around on top of my purchase of good. Like they're literally doing nothing though. Nothing. The technology is nineteen seventies technology. Yeah, yeah. That they clan that they all cling they to because they make so much fucking, fucking money and they pay for it. They pay for their position. They pay lobbyists. They buy politicians. Again, we have as a business have to jump through fucking Visa, Mastercard, American Express, all their goddamn their their hoops we Again, jump through is amazon going to continue to pay three percent on credit cards i don't know so. they're going to make people to use bitcoin or just whatever, like my betting right. site does and they reward me because they don't want to pay fucking visa right that is the way of the world right that's what's happening so it's true get on board um all right that's our the, little preachy the, session well are we so, got more well maybe i mean i'm, I'm just yeah, keep preaching my, bro well there's just a couple so buy what you can yeah uh and if you got $100 of it, you got a skin in the game, right? Go yep. to Cash App. Go to Robinhood. Yep. I don't like real Robinhood. But I'm yep. just saying, go to what you can. Put $100, of, get $100 worth of Bitcoin. 
and and it'll get you engaged. It'll keep you watching. It'll have your ears perk up when the news comes on. Because what I'm saying is, it's, it, it's not important now, but by 2025, by 2030, it's it's gonna ch- fundamentally change society. And they say if you're in under a hundred thousand dollars per Bitcoin, right? Like if it's a hundred thousand, we're, we're at sixteen one today. If you're in under a hundred k, you're getting in for cheap, because the market cap is that like potentially, a Bitcoin should be worth. Five hundred thousand, a million dollars, maybe even more. Based, you know, just based on like population and fucking money available today. If we converted that all to Bitcoin, like there's just you know that's gonna be the natural price of it. So fucking get in. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Pay attention. Do some research. Love it. I got my own computer. This this little thing. I got to shout out Start Nine Labs. So if you're interested in this, Start Nine Labs it, it encrypts all of your data. It's this little Raspberry Pi plug-in. Let you run a Bitcoin node, which About again the size is, of a credit card. Yeah, it's it fits spe- in the palm it's, of your hand. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It is so silly. Uh, but look them up. You can buy one for less than two hundred dollars. You plug it in. It's it's plug and play basically. Like any. Uh, they say grandparent. I I think of like you know the old gray hairs again, like middle aged man, woman. What's uh, that age? I'm just I'm right here, but I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sitting three fucking feet. Twenty six years. feet. Six feet. Twenty years. <laughs> six feet. Social distance. Six feet. We got face masks on. No, I'm just joking. Uh, uh, but Start Nine Labs. They got a little mini computer. If you're interested in Bitcoin, when you get to that point, you can run your own node through these guys. It's two hundred bucks. It's the easiest goddamn thing I've ever done. Uh, yeah, bro. Speaking of the stock market being corrupt, just the other day, Pfizer announced that they have a 90% effective vaccine. How amazing is that? Yeah, how amazing. Ask that CEO. How about a week before <laughs> that, though? Or maybe a month before. Your son passed along a stock tip. Stock tip. <laughs> <laughs> All he said was that uh, Pfizer was going to release the vaccine. They were going to They were going to be the first one. They were going to be the first I don't one. know how that fucker knew it. It's on Reddit, he bro. Again, yeah, he's, it, he's pays attention. Yeah, he, but he, he, he said it was going to happen, um, and it did. What he didn't see coming <laughs> was the CEO <laughs> of Pfizer selling out five point six million dollars for the stock, almost concurrent with the announcement. So That's a great shot that they showed. I'm sorry, yeah, no. they showed Tiger hit the ball sunset, with the sunset in yeah. Augusta. Um, but it's crazy. Five point six million that day. That day. And their stock's been sort of pitiful yeah, for, yeah. for quite. It was at thirty-seven, time. and beca- I thought it was going to take a big jump. Yeah, well, because of that, it's at thirty-eight. Yeah, <laughs> you, it's garbage. Yeah, that's all we're saying. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's close to insider trading as you can get. It is um, being a part of. Uh, I think I've told you that um, when I was at ESI and when we were going public. Yeah, uh, people were not allowed. They had windows to trade their stock. But right, and you they would had to see publicly people, disclose it too. Correct. Well, if you were on the if you were on the board, or if right. you if you made a certain amount of money and you yep. had a certain amount of shares, yes. But we little piddlings didn't have to. But you would see, like as soon as it was that day or that window, like everybody's just pounding on the computer furiously <laughs> trying to sell the goddamn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was something to witness, dude. <laughs> And then it's crazy because then there's people that like sold so early that had been there for a long time. They sold when it was like 12 uh-huh. or 14. Uh-huh. I didn't it, sell that because yeah. I knew we were had other shit going on and it, it shot up to 150. And there were people there that lost. Yeah. It's they just, were just like. Stock is a crazy thing. It is. It's not a real thing. No. It's not a real thing. And it's not an indication of the, uh, of the economy. Health. That's the stupidest thing I've ever. Like yeah. any, anybody will tell you that's not an indicator. But um, yeah. 
watching things go public, that whole thing is really uh, money does a lot of weird shit to people. Right. Yeah, it just does. Absolutely. Money money is a weird enabler. Uh and and look at uh, you're right. Uh, I just keep coming back to like Bitcoin and and the fourth turning theory that I was telling you about yep. and and the influence of the fucking so, so tell the audience real quickly and it is it's hard it, just, it's just as quickly in a layman way what the fourth turning is well and and I and I gotta just really like preface that like I heard the fourth turning through like a Bitcoiner's eyes uh, it was an article that was read to me on that on that uh, crypto economy podcast <laughs> and Steve just ripped our headphones out of the recording device but. Uh, <laughs> just a sec. <laughs> Fourth turning theory. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, basically, every ninety to a hundred years ish, that we we enter this new phase, and there's uh, different periods of uh, you know supply and demand for law and order or whatever. Uh, and right now, we're in a fourth turning. Uh, that should be complete by 2030 if you go back 90 years. So the last one started right after uh, like the Great Depression and World War II, so 1940s time frame. Uh, so we're, we're approaching sort of a major upheaval back into sort of stability and peace, however, hopefully. Um, but it, it, so much of it is based on the stock market, the real estate market, central banking, marketing, construction, marketing is, is now our, like a sixty trillion dollar industry because we have all of our top engineers and computer scientists going into fucking marketing firms to sell us widgets more than you know how to get to Mars or fucking you know the next the next thing. I shared with you um, a close friend, yeah, a close us, friend, uh, whose son. Um, is a uh, he, he graduated from Caltech, mind you, so and he's brilliant. And uh, but Google offered him five hundred thousand dollars a year, which to code. That's cool. So so I wrap mean, your arms around that, folks. Yeah, you know, he didn't that's... take it because he's got a uh, more morals and a uh, <laughs> he's got a pretty good moral compass on him. Yeah. Uh, but five hundred thousand dollars for somebody to code, and if they're offering him five hundred k, how many other coders are already making that? Are making that so or uh, more? Uh, I mean, that's an entry level job. Kind of again, top yeah. of his class. Like, but he's he, not managing. No, he's, he's not. not managing people. Uh, so just that alone uh, shocks me. Um, frightens it's me. It's shocking. Um, and Half it means that that money out there is disgusting. It is. Um, but again, it, when you're marketing and your banking are the biggest markets, you know, like again, they're just like credit card processing. It's almost more important than the fucking product itself, right? If you're paying more in fees, you know, to to transact or you're, we you know, know th- we know this, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's it, disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> like but it. kudos to the, the you know this person, this individual for not chasing the money because as a young man or young person in this world being offered a half a million dollars. I mean, how do you say no? Yeah, you, but but he did. Yeah, uh, because he had he had gone through some uh, more well, he'd seen self awareness. He, yeah. he had he had been uh, He had some personal experience to where he had come to a realization like, what the fuck am I doing with my time? Right. right. That realization is hard to shake once you've had that moment. That five hundred thousand dollars is really hard to take. You know what I mean? Not not because of the money itself, but because you know what it comes with. Right. The trade offs. At some point in your life, you should. 
come to the money's important. It it's, is. It's very important. It's fundamental. It's fundamental. Again, safety, security, right? But like there's the, good money and bad money. Yeah. There's dirty money, better money. Uh, there just is. I'm sorry. Uh, there's a there's a right way to make it, and there's a wrong way to make it. I I am a firm believer in that. And, right. Uh, there's shortcuts which we don't take, which is why it's been uh, 20 years of fucking work, right, bro? Yeah. Uh, we don't take shortcuts. There's a lot of people that do. They want the they want the quick money. Um, I don't know. It's just how the world works. Yep. I was just listening to a Bitcoin podcast that was talking about how it was short-sighted. You know, unsound money makes us short-sighted, right? When really we should be looking for the long-term investment or play. But the, because of, you know, the devaluing, the debasing of money with inflation and fucking, you know, it's worth more for goods and services now than it is 20 years from now. What do we say? Don't chase money. Chase what you like right. and the money will follow if you do it like the right way. If you do it the right way. It, it just easier said than none. Well, uh, yeah. again, because you don't know until you until you know, right? Yeah. You got to take so you got to got to understand. You got to you got to know, right? What what is the right way? What what makes me happy? What is good money versus bad money? You got to know. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, what else do you have on your bullet list? <sighs> what else we have? It's been God, what a weird goddamn year. There you go. It's what we keep saying. Oh, my books. I've been reading some. Books. Oh yeah, you've been reading some books, but uh one of the most fascinating books I read, it was a suggestion my wife, was The Only Woman in the Room. It was about Hedy Lamarr. She's an old-timey actress. Yeah. But she was like an inventor. And I didn't know that. Her, yeah, oh, yeah. She, she's sort of like pseudo-responsible for basically our cell phones, the cell phone technology. Uh, she created like uh, an understanding of signals that alternate or whatever to help torpedoes not be jammed on submarines or whatever, not be jammed she, through radio frequency. Yeah, Austrian. Austrian. Yeah, and she had a fucking shit bag for a husband. Uh, as a 19-year-old actress, he he you know he was a am, ammunition manufacturer, and he's an old man, and he fucking basically picks her out, hand picks her, and says, "I'm gonna make you my wife." You know, showers her with roses every night or whatever, and then he's just a cold-hearted prick. You know, he's just a fucking controlling, manipulative bastard. Uh, but she breaks away from him and is able to like sneak away, like literally sneaks away in the middle of the night because he's meeting with the fucking Nazis trying to like, again, remain in power. He's chasing power and right. bad money. Right. Yep. But uh, once she gets away from him, she comes to Hollywood and she's talking about being at parties and this sort of thing. And even back then, Me Too was a fucking thing, bro. Yeah. She knew. Like her and her girlfriends used to run in a pact because they didn't like she says, I don't want to be in a, you know, a dark, a dark room alone with a man, you know, like it's been fucking going on for fucking ever. Forever. It was astonishing. Uh, but even more to this, like when I was dating my wife before we were married, you know, she'd go hang out with dudes at a bar or whatever. And I was like, hey, like, aren't you like at all worried about like dudes aren't like I think that women don't give guys enough credit for how fucking perverted or shitty we are <laughs> like our penis rules like it, it uh, i don't know i don't know what else to say but like that this book reaffirmed that for me oh, really <laughs> dude this gal like went through fucking hell and back and like she gets to hollywood she's just like point blank like i'm not gonna allow myself to be in this situation because i know that guys are fucking dirtbags yeah no, I mean I don't know. I mean I'm I've never defended our gender for that. No, I like know. we're the two guys. Like we we <laughs> we said early on this podcast that uh, we honestly believe that 100 percent uh, of unfortunately women have been abused right, one right. way or the other. Yeah, yeah. Physically, mentally, uh, what happened? Otherwise, yeah. Yeah, and it's bullshit. Uh, it has to stop. Uh, but the only man, woman... you have to stop. <laughs> men, men, please <laughs> just stop. Listen, stop. 
Uh, <laughs> it's just so much easier for your daughters like, and, like, and your your wives. And take a else. deep breath. Yeah, you man. Know? If like, you're all about that, then you're not meant for a relationship or whatever. Just get out. Just yeah. don't do your thing, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, men can be pricks. Anyways, uh, the book, yeah. The Only Woman in the Room. It yeah. was really good. It's worth the read and or listen. I like Love it. it. The biggest one, though, that I want you to talk about was the intellectual. No. Easy. Yeah. Uh, immortality Key. There you go. Uh, Immortality Key by Brian Muscararu or some shit like that. But he was on. He did a Rogan podcast. So if you're looking just to like skip the book of fucking 15 hours, uh, but it's basically about psychedelics being a part of like our ancient religion, the, the, the fucking origins of religion. You would you know you'd have a wine offering that was administered by women in the community. The the you know the sacred Eucharist that you'd take and it would fucking was spiked with marijuana but mostly they were looking for psilocybin right uh you know other you know they had hemlock and other shit right like yeah. it was plant plant based it was a but but what i thought was cool was like it was almost always administered or given by the women that's how you get like the salem witch trials right like women right. were ostracized because of then like attacked because of they they controlled the secrets. They knew it was passed down through women over generations. And well, they're witches, dude. <laughs> <They're not. laughs> I mean, flat out. <laughs> Take them for another dip in the water. See if they, see how they hold up. <laughs> Fucking witches, dude. <laughs> but the immortality key was great because he goes to the Vatican. He goes to some of these old, you know, old. Uh, catacombs with uh previous Ooh, catacombs like, you don't hear that every day no I yeah like that. right underneath vatican fucking city catacombs and and looks at the art and these jugs of wine uh or jugs that used to store wine back you know crazy crazy amount of time ago i, I mean it was just fascinating and he and he's a linguist so he knew greek and latin and so hearing him pronounce the words and just kind of take you on his journey, it was 12 years of research that he did for this book. And he's a lawyer by trade. And he almost got, I mean, I wouldn't say he got divorced. Again, that's me speaking for him. But he, he was definitely thankful that the book was a New York Times bestseller <laughs> right now because it helped like justify his, the time. <laughs> yes. His wife was highly skeptical of what he's been doing for the last decade. Well, I get it. Um. Yes, I'm going to listen to it. You told me to listen to it because because he it, he does the audible. Yes, yes, he does the reading of the book. Okay, and it's it's worth it. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to. Uh, yeah. I'm actually uh, reading a funny one right now um, that a buddy uh, recommended. Uh, Shit, my dad says by uh, Justin Halpern. Um, yeah, it's hilarious. The, the first half, but I just I can tell you, I highly recommend this. It's very very funny, easy to read. It's very. Um, Failure is an option, like right. Uh, just a kind of autobiographical, laughing at yourself and how those times were different, and uh, just hilarious. What times were these? I mean, seventies. So he's 80s. Uh, he's probably about ten years older than you. I think he's in his forties. Okay. So right. yeah, this is probably seventies, uh, eighties. Okay. Uh, yeah. Which is a great time, yeah. If you're talking about shit your dad says, yeah, right. It's sort of that unfiltered yeah. time, very unfiltered. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Very unfiltered. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hilarious. Kind of reminds me, uh, actually, a little bit of uh, kind of David Sedaris's. Uh, if you ever out there, David Sedaris wrote some great books. Um, Amy Sedaris's brother. She, yeah, very funny. David Sedaris writing books about his family. Uh, this is similar. So uh, loved it. Real quick, John Rom just hit a shot, yeah. but 
on the par three contest. I want to just document this in history. Yes, yeah. I didn't realize it was a par three contest, and you told me something interesting. It, it was, okay, so let's back up. It's not the par three contest. It's the practice round, but they get to 16, number 16, okay. on the practice round. Okay. You hit, so now I, it's even further. You you hit your normal shot, and then you'll hit a second shot from the, like the, the drop zone. The drop zone, or right Ish. where the box it's is. Right, in, yeah, yeah. Right where the water is, and you try to skip it across and onto the green. Yeah. But it's not, yeah, so. And he fucking it, did it. <laughs> It was misleading, though, and that's why I had to work my way through it. Right. We worked our way through right. it. That okay, it wasn't really like you thought. He topped it. Yeah, and, and, it looked like it looked like he fucking. Topped well, he did, it. but he purposely topped <laughs> yeah, it. Right, right. And everybody purposely tops it. Yeah, and he's not the first one to do it. There's yeah. been a couple of the holes. Oh, really? Yes. But still, I know it was amazing. How did, how has that happened repeatedly? So no. he skips it across the water at least like four, four or five skips, minimum. forty yards, hundred, yeah, about hundred, probably. Yeah, he rolls it up the green. That I swear to God is a hundred hundred feet front to back, and he rolls it up a hill, curves it around, and it fucking drops in the hole. How do you do that? It's uh, intentionally. Uh, they're they're their, their head control. They're professional. Uh, is amazing. Yeah, uh, I harken back to uh, harken. Oh, yeah, I like that. Uh, back to when um, I was in uh, Georgia with Coach. Uh, if you guys have listened, I don't remember episode. It's probably the most listened Ooh. to episode on the uh, yeah, our podcast. Um, and we were in uh, playing golf in Athens right before the BSU Georgia beatdown that Georgia put on him. Um, and his friend, who we were staying with, is left-handed. And he came out to grab us off the golf course because we were out there too long. <laughs> and he was trying to eat this he guy. Was Basically, he was, he, we had put this guy through a living hell. Uh, <laughs> and he takes my five iron out of my hand. And I'm a right-handed hitter. <laughs> he puts it the ball on a tee. He hits it backwards perfectly, better than a ball I've ever hit in my life. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck this kid. Like... I'm like, that's what they do. And this guy wasn't a professional right, golfer. Right. But he just, that's how good they, they are, are with their, and uh, yeah. just a different level. So, yeah, when you see that, it just reminded me of what Coach Todd sure. is what we used to golf. It's like he just took it and hit a better ball than I've ever hit in my entire with life. When I played backwards. high school golf. I played a lot of golf. <laughs> so, yeah. Which has been something you've been getting back into. Yes, trying. Uh, and Not I, full I'm board, terrible. But no, you, I mean, absolutely horrible. It's. I forget how hard a you game played it is. more in the in the last six months yep. than you've played in the last six years. Yes, and I remember why I quit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that means you're doing it right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a challenging game, um, but fun. And uh, been playing tennis again. Um, that's nice for all you folks. Get out, get some vitamin D. Get out in that sunshine. You got to get some exercise. I, I, I do find that to be a huge, huge difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, key. Uh, you got to get out. Be, be be smart about it. Again, those are those are a couple sports that we can get away with during these times. Right. Um, but vitamin D, huge. Get out there and get it. Get it. I like it. Yeah. Um, other bio or the other book that I read was the Malcolm X uh, oh, biography. Yeah, you said that was amazing. Read by Lawrence Fishburne, yeah. and th- it was amazing. And I'll tell you why. One of the things that I love most about that was. Uh, just the time period, right? Like Michael Max, he was in Boston and New York uh, as a as a young in adult doing fucking, you know, one, like 
he was at these huge like I think they call them sock hops, but like the, the, he had a zoot suit and <laughs> a and zoot suit in a sock hop. Easy. You got easy. any more cliches? Hold on, no, 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 no. I'm serious. Like he's at these big ba- uh, band halls with uh, his zoot suit, and he's fucking. Uh, he was working the bathroom. He was a he was, he, but he would all, he'd sell spliffs. He was able to sell spliffs and hustle. God, not, I've never met a bathroom attendant sold me a spliff. <laughs> God damn it! I kill for it. Wouldn't that be the best? Attendant. No, I got a guy handing me jail. I got a guy <laughs> trying to push fucking cologne Back in front in of me. Day, I they hate did bathroom it right. attendants. I can't stand. I hmm. bathroom attendants <laughs> <laughs> like it's really unnerving and weird. There's a reason all I want to do. <laughs> all I want to do is wash my hands. I don't need you staring at me while I'm washing my hands, offering me chiclets or gum or some sort of fucking cologne to cover cool. up my odor. But cool. I know this is how I look and appear. I can't help it. Don't <laughs> offer me anything. It's weird, okay? And then you want a tip on top of <laughs> Big it. Big tip. You're looking right at me like, hey, bro, you got something? Like, it's really uncomfortable. I hope that's a, that's gone away, right? That's got to be a practice that's gone away. <laughs> I think <laughs> the most right Oh, always hated that. Should have never brought that up. That was, sorry. <laughs> that was one of the things I always did. Not that I went to a lot of, mind you, this is basically when I lived in San Francisco. There, you don't go to a lot of places right. that have bathroom No, they're, okay. o- they're an oddity. <laughs> <laughs> and I always just was weirded out by it. That's fair. Yeah. But also you being a poor dude, you know, like. Not when I, I lived in the city. Well, no. Driving <laughs> an Alfa Romeo. <laughs> fucking living on the top of the world, bro. I had more money than God. <laughs> Those were the salad days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking in general. Oh, we're going to do a podcast just on 271 Lowell. That's what we call it, the house of the five of us. Like that two years, that's a podcast. Yeah. That's a podcast in sure. itself. I so, believe it. Yeah. And yeah, those those were the salad days. <laughs> the, the Malcolm X book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I digress. Uh, the... Uh, the the part where he converts to Islam, and 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 going to Mecca and uh, being confused for Muhammad Ali, the story was just really it was really good. I was I was fascinated by it all. Love uh, it. And Lawrence Fishburne did a great job. But there's a weird thing with uh, with a religion, uh, you know, especially where somebody goes. So you know, he read so much in prison. He basically read the dictionary. That's just what he did. Like that's why he had enough time on his hands. <laughs> but he's self taught. Yeah. And he did through books and and uh it's just I, I love the it's not pick yourself up by the bootstraps but he's a fuck I mean he's a self-made man. His education was books. Absolutely. It proves anybody can do yeah, it. Anybody they, can do it. Anybody can do it. Yep. And, and uh it also yourself. it also backs backs up the idea that college is a joke. It is. Uh, just get the, get the books <laughs> with the internet. Right. You know MIT has every one of their classes public. Really? Basically, all you got to do is just go out there their papers you got to do the work. Hmm. Like if like you got anything, like, like anything, anything, just do, do the, the work. work. And and um, when you talk about reading, I mean, a credit to yourself. Uh, you've done a ton of reading over the last three, four years. Yeah, you're not Malcolm X, no. more Malcolm, Malcolm, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> that's much better. Uh, but you have, and don't you feel like reading has helped you? I mean, come on, like like we talk about. For sure, obstacles the way I can't. I, I don't. I don't think I quote anything more stoicism. than that. Stoicism. stoicism in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that t- you read, right? And, and, and you're talking about. Uh, but I had to. Right. I had to. Yeah. Uh, 
there was no, there was, uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily like rock bottom like a junkie, but it was rock bottom as like, I can't keep waking up and fucking beating my head against the wall every day, right? There's got to be another, there's got to be another uh, framework for thought and ideas on a daily basis. Right. So yeah, reading did help. No, and that, that's why I'm, I don't think people do it. Uh, it's contagious. I don't, I, again, I, I, I used to fly all the time, um, just flew here recently and boy, my arm started, but uh, no, uh, <laughs> nobody reads on planes. How's the dating world no, out there with, uh, that, with that jank ass joke you just made? <laughs> well, I wish I had the opportunity to drop that <laughs> lame ass joke. It's tough out there. It's tough yeah, going. Yeah, through the plexiglass. It's tough. <laughs> uh, the the vetting process is really <laughs> well, tough. Well, they eliminated your seating at the bar. Yes, <laughs> so uh, you remember my my I, that was my wheelhouse back in the day. Right. Uh, bars. And um, sitting next to somebody on an airplane, right? I, I've had, uh, I've met, I've met and had uh, relationships uh, because of both. And now, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, you, you married? I almost married <laughs> a gal. <laughs> the East Side Explorer. Yeah, of course. Yeah. She's in Germany now, but <laughs> but yeah, that was on a plane because you could talk to him. Uh, it wasn't a muffled conversation <laughs> through a face mask, Dude. or you're afraid to even talk to him. How's so, it? How's it hitting on somebody with a face mask? It's on? really not. He, I, social cues are hard to pick up. I think. Well, you don't know if they're smiling or. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it hasn't happened. <laughs> I don't even. Idea. I haven't even tried. It's it's. it's it's daunting. It's 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 weird. Yeah. All I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, hey, so for all of you that are coupled <laughs> up out there and you think you hate your partner, you might want to work your way through it because it's a tough go out here. I'm hearing a lot more about open relationships. <laughs> it's a polyamory. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be something. We have, a, uh, we have a podcast on that as well. Oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't been out this long, but we touch on a lot of subjects. We, we try to. <laughs> and again, uh, you know, you, you can always text, not text us, <laughs> but you can always tweet us. <laughs> text, too. <laughs> no, we don't have a text yet. At Ham and Egg, too. Just find oh, us out there. Do we need to go to Parlor? Have you heard of Parlor? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Grinder, but it's not. It's, it does. Uh, it's an uncensored version. Yeah, bro. It's where all the it's all the righties are going. There I know because they they can't get censored. Yeah, I, we uh, haven't been censored yet, so I no, feel like we're cool. Uh, we, we, we are good. Uh, we 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 don't tell big lies. We just you know, little embellishments, sweep under the rug. That's right. Um, no, I'm done. You know that I dropped Facebook. I'm, oh, I'm, uh, we didn't like, even talk about that. Yeah, I I dropped off Facebook. So you got to watch the Social Dilemma. There's also a Rogan podcast with Tristan Harris, Tristan Harris. He's a he was on the ethics uh, ethics team at Google uh, back when they were creating or designing Gmail, like first iterations. And then he like you know he was trying to make it less addictive, right? But uh, they want it. But more Social Dilemma is the the documentary on Netflix. So like I'm I'm talking to our audience, right? Like uh, I know some of the people who listen to this fucking podcast, and they have kids that are 12, 13, 14, 15, or whatever, twenty, twenty five. Uh, they grew up during social media. The fucking shit that they're programmatically doing to go after our attention. That's what they want. Is they want our attention. I didn't realize this. That like. They just want you to engage and engage for a, a I mean, click on an ad, bro. But but not even a like, right? Like no. they can tell if you just sit on the screen at a specific ad or or video for a longer period of time than the next. Yeah. And then their algorithm reacts to what the next thing you see is, right? Uh, and it's just uh, what I see is that 
specifically old gray hairs, and I'm not talking you. I'm talking like Vietnam vets, uh, my momish, you know, time age or whatever. They're unaware of how they're <laughs> being. Your mom's younger than I am. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Vera. <laughs> but they're unaware of how they're being manipulated. No, I know. And how the the information is uh, uh, again catered divisive. to them to get them. No, yeah. it, it's and it's that's why I'm. It's done. fucked up. And, and um. Yeah, I don't get to see uh, pictures of kids uh, that I would like to see. Uh, so people are gonna have to. You want to hear? You have to send those to me directly now. Uh, but it's um, it's not what it. It's just it's terrible. It, it is. It's watch terrible it, out there. I'm, that's all I'm saying. If you haven't watched it, watch it. And if you're not, if you don't fucking change your behavior after you watch it, then, you know, lost cause. You should probably stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All uh, right. What else you got, kid? That's all I got, man. Um, hey, we missed doing this. Yeah. Uh, again, this uh, this is our first show in a while, so we're a little rusty, but um, we'd like to do more. We're gonna try. Uh, it's been crazy. Well, um, they know. They've been living it. I too. know. I know. Um, stay safe, everybody. We love uh, that's y'all. the first thing. Uh, we appreciate it. We've we actually had people tell us they they were missing the podcast. We appreciate that Which a great is deal. Unbelievable. Didn't, I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. Uh, again, that's. We we, <laughs> we we love the fact that some of you enjoy this, uh, even I if it's just if, a few. I don't know if I can say this or if it's the wine talking, but I mean, handy's for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, okay. we're out. Peace out.